So, Tonis, what is Clio? Well, Clio is um, like an oracle, if I may say so. It's a place for me to uh, go to and ask questions, right? Uh, difficult questions, questions that I need to ask in order to understand what I, as a leader, need to do tomorrow. Right. Okay. Um, and is, isn't that information actually already there somewhere in, in your business? It is, but it's not behind one question. It's behind six or seven separate questions. Right. Uh, part of the answer is in the ERP system, part of the answer is in the service management system, part of the answer is in this very complicated Excel sheet, part of the answer is in the head of uh, an account manager or is in the head of another person somewhere in the organization. And that is, makes it very difficult for, for a manager or leader to actually do anything useful. Right. It's interesting because people are talking now about digital twins and how how the twin is actually doing all of the, the clever processing. It, it sounds as almost that Clio is a, a digital twin for you. I would very much uh, want it to be exactly that because um, uh, in, in, a, in a declining market, efficiency is very important. And uh, how can we run our business with less resources but in a smarter way in the future? Uh, is answered by such digital twins. So automation uh, employed for the business purpose. Could you take me through the role views at Tonis that this system is showing you? Yes, uh, essentially there are, uh, our business is, is straightforward. We have sales and service and management. So this uh, system caters for all three sales management uh, and account management as a subset of that. Uh, they need to know where to target, what are the priorities, and need to understand the details of the accounts that they manage. And, and of course, on a management level, they need to understand where to target, which industries to target, what's the progress we're making in, in each industry in terms of our goal, which is the portfolio. And uh, secondly, service. So there's also two levels there. There's a service management level, which look, that looks at uh, repeat visits, parts consumption, uh, so general service operation uh, performance indicators. And then there is this device uh, profitability device level, which, which could be of interest also to the service engineer. And uh, the top management layer is, is, consists of the the, the sort of KPIs that address the business as a, as a whole. So what is the total click volume um, win over last year or quick volume loss and what's the click contract total profitability, uh, profitability loss. Those generic figures are just for measurement, just to measure, understand whether we're progressing in the right direction. They are pretty useless if you want to trigger concrete actions. And what sort of conversations does that then sponsor with the sales part of your business? Uh, internally, uh, we are having discussions around uh, 
what devices, what technology is the best for a specific need, what technology is best for scanning, what technology is best if we have a high color volume, what technology is best if we have a, a, a high volume uh, black and white requirement, uh, what technology is best if we need advanced workflow capability for routing scanned documents into the office backend systems. Um, but not also what technology, but what sort of billing method, what sort of custom reporting is required. And, and often, basically we want to um, feel that we are completely flexible, we, we can deliver efficiently to a lot of different customer needs. So we're not constrained to just one type of billing or two type of billings. We can basically be responsible without creating additional operational burden on, on our back office. And at the customer site, we are, we are talking about uh, their business process that requires print. So is it HR or contracting or delivery logistics, whatever it is, or, or, or manufacturing. But we're also uh, talking about what, is the, what kind of bills would uh, they want to get, how do, would they want to pay for this, what sort of financing they need. Mm. Is it all in one click, is it with minimums or not, devices renewed after four years, whatever. So lots of options there. Uh, also, what sort of security requirements are there? How the devices need to be controlled and tied down, and and what, of course, all, all that is catered by our Uniflow software. So these secure print, mobile print, uh, print from the web, allowing uh, guests to print or, or or reselling some of the printing services to to their own customers and, and things like these. So it's, it's a very sophisticated discussion that is often very much uh, other things than the device uh, functions and features. Service profitability, why did you build this module? We built it to be able to track our click cost and also to track our engineer performance. Right. Engineer performance you could track from an SMS service management system you could say but it needs to be looked at in parallel with the click cost that we're achieving and how the engineers performing for specific devices that they are repairing. Click cost we look at uh, from a color click cost and a black and white click cost perspective with comparison against other models, models in the family, understanding the contribution of parts, labor and consumables to the click cost. Is there anything else? Contract profitability we track also uh, on a contract uh, and 12 months and year-to-date basis. Right. And we have a static view, what's the profitability right now, and we also have a dynamic view, how has the profitability changed compared to a previous period. We can also have a quarterly tracking if, if, if needed. Uh, so the color coding tells us uh, in an instance which contracts have a profitability below our set KPI threshold and also uh, tells us in, at one glance which contracts contribute to 80% of our contract volume. And we can also view that by revenue. And what's this showing me, this, this, this bar at the bottom? This is our criteria slider. So I can, I can uh, make the colors show up based on the profit criteria that I input. For example? For example, we are looking at 50% profitability, so anything below 50% is reddish, anything above 50% is greenish.
And uh, this uh, bottom view here shows us the dynamics. So the size of the bubble is the number of clicks the contract produces and its position on the x-axis is whether it's growing or it's declining. If it's left of zero, those contracts are declining in terms of volume. On the right side, these are growing. So all brand new contracts are here. So easy for me to see what are the brand new deals we are winning and how much they contribute in terms of number of clicks. Sales account management, what were you looking for from that module? We wanted uh, all of our account managers to understand which contracts form 80% of their uh, portfolio. We wanted them to be able with a one-click uh, to see all of the specifics of each of their accounts. How many devices, where they're located geographically, what's the performance year-to-date, uh, rolling 12 months performance to the period before. Uh, most important devices at each customer, the profitability of those devices, the age, the utilization values. We also wanted them to see the dynamics of their contracts, which contracts are growing in, in terms of clicks, uh, uh, in terms of profit margin, and which contracts are, are declining, and the overall balance of the portfolio. We also wanted them to know what are the 10 most important devices that make the biggest impact to their contract uh, profitability and volume. And how do they use this information day to day? They've realized that it is uh, very useful for them uh, for the following reasons. One click and have complete view. Previously they had to go to different systems to get that view and they never got that view to that detail. Uh, they can make decisions when the contract renewal is uh, due, what devices to replace them. They can see which locations are profitable versus unprofitable locations, and many other things. Tanis, this screen looks very pretty, but what is it telling me? It's telling uh, you and me uh, if in our top accounts we have two, three or four contacts, uh, what is the profile of these contacts? Right. Not what's their name, etc., but what is their attitude towards uh, future business opportunities? their attitudes towards us, their attitude towards us, our proper position, the value that we intend to bring that person in their business and personal life. And how does, a, how does an account manager use this? Our account managers have to fill this in for all of the top accounts. Because I, as, a, as responsible for the whole business, want to ensure that we have at least four contact people for all of the top accounts. Knowing that if we would have just one that person would leave, we would be in jeopardy. Mm. I see you using the GROW model. We actually use that a lot in our business. Uh, is, that, is that part of this system then? Yes, it is. It helps us to understand where our shortcomings and uh, gaps are and prompt us to actions to overcome these. And it sounds that the system is very much weighted around delivery of the existing contracts. Does it help towards the newer, you know, finding new contracts or supporting sales for new opportunities? Yes, especially renewals. Whenever we do a renewal, usually there's a, there's a negotiation, price negotiation. So knowing the history in detail, we know what our opportunities are in terms of color click price or black and white click price, price or where should we uh, prioritize. And does it help in any way with the relationship with the customer and managing the conversation with the customer? Uh, yes, uh, yes. We, we have a, a feature for them to produce quarterly or half-yearly review reports automatically, so they spend far less time on, on, on creating those. Uh, 
they have an understanding, uh, a, a continuous online understanding of the profitability of the contract. So if they see the profitability is declining, they can in immediately uh, take action. They know also what causes the profitability to go wrong. If it's a specific old device, they can uh, talk about the replacement of that. Tonis, I know one of the problems we have in our business is the, the challenges of maintaining uh, managed print services contracts with customers, particularly when they're, they're so keen now on key performance indicators and, and frequent reporting back to give them that transparency. Um, how are you dealing with that with this system? Uh, maybe two aspects to it. Uh, transparency for ourselves. Uh, problem with MPS contracts is that uh, they are often billed with a one-line invoice. So there's a profit attributed to the account, uh, but not to the devices right. in that contract. So what Clio does, it takes the, 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 the contract revenue and um, distributes it across the devices. So we, for our MPS contracts, can monitor profitability by device, even though the contract is billed as a one-line right. bill. That gives transparency for ourselves to understand which devices influence the contract profitability and how by how much, right. and what devices are profitable and, and what, what are not. Uh, for the customer, Clio, Clio helps us to provide uh, transparency uh, for these quarterly or half-yearly reports. So since Clio holds all of the data for each customer, it's easy for Clio to produce these, these uh, quarterly review meeting reports automatically. So account managers don't need to go into the service management system or the ERP system um, to uh, compile the reports. Clear, we do that. And how Before. current is the data types in the, the report? Data is completely current. Right. That, that's the that's the big deal. If we are using e maintenance, it's daily current. Uh, if we're using the billing uh, period, then it's billing period current. Uh, the goal for us is to have all devices feed in their counter readings on a daily basis so we have very current information in Clio. Another pretty screen, uh, Tonis, uh, this is about toner replenishment, right? Yes, uh, toner is a, is a very important uh, aspect of the uh, click cost um, management. and. Um, there's different ways to handle toner and we haven't been particularly good at handling toner deliveries to our customers. Uh, we've not been good at tracking whether we deliver too much toner and when do we deliver toner. And uh, there's a lot of work we need to do in this area. So we wanted a good understanding of what is the potential toner surplus at each particular customer and what devices this attributes to. So, Tonis, this is one of your screens, right? So your name's on the top there. Yeah. What is this doing? Yeah, well, this, this is the action list that I, I should be doing, and I will be doing, so... Sorry for holding you up. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. When, when going through Clio, I have the ability, if I, if I spot a problem like this particular device, lots of parts usage for black and white, I can, I can open this pane on the right side here and add in actions for myself or other people that they can then track through the Clio system. I can also add just comments like you know device moved from another location uh, or drum replaced uh, device will die in two months take out the drum after the device has died or something like that. 
That's really interesting, Tony. Thanks for, for showing me that system today. I guess as, as, a, as a business person, my biggest concern with any new technology platform is the amount of management time and data entry capacity it represents. How has this system impacted on your business in that regard? Yes, people, people hate inputting data, myself included. Um, so Clear is great. Uh, you don't need to, you hardly need to input anything. And why is that? How is that possible? Uh, that is possible because we draw information from all of these source systems that are populated by different stakeholders through the business. We also, for, the, for example, for the MPS reports, uh, we also save the previous reports. So if you input, if you have to input or configure something, you do it once, then next time you can reuse what you've done. Tonis, I know you've built this system predominantly to drive your own business uh, and to cater for the needs of this business. Does that mean that the technology you've built is, is really only suitable for your company? Uh, no, no. Uh, if it would be, it would be too complicated to maintain or too complex to maintain. This would be the case if we would have hard-coded it from ground up. What we've done, uh, we've used a, a, a platform product that we've, we've built our specifics on top of, which has resulted in, in a system that is flexible, it can live as our business progresses. So it makes easy for us to, if, if I have a new requirement, implementing it in clear is easy. It, right. doesn't, it requires minimum coding. So the heart, the heavy lifting has been to get the data in and, and the rest is now living as our business is living. So it's a very flexible platform, very happy for that. And for organisations that have got different sources of data to populate that data engine, does, does that represent challenges? Not at all. Not at all. And this is great. So if, if we would start using a, a new data collection agent, which actually we did for another product line that we have, integrating it uh, into Clio is easy. It, it is literally a question of a few days only. But Tonis, I guess in, a, in an era when everybody's worried about cyber security and data, it, it's a concern to any business that where their data is going to be, where it's going to exist. Yeah, true, and it's a concern for us also However, if we can make sure that the data is well protected, it's not an issue. And uh, uh, Clio is, is, a, is a very secure platform in, in many aspects that we can, I can go through with you separately. But it's really, truly secure. There are no, no things going outside of the system that, that could present vulnerabilities. And uh, for other systems, business systems that we use also we, we, we have we want to move them onto the cloud and they need to be secure and Clio also fits fits the bill in that sense so it could be hosted completely secure from a cloud we would be satisfied with that so it's a, it's a private cloud environment is it you're not you're not sharing able to share with other partners and customers the data oh yes completely so by cloud I mean that it would be hosted on Azure for example so Microsoft would take care of the data protection aspects, but the system itself is such so secure that, that there's no third party or other, other processes that are required that would exist outside of the Clio framework. Everything is contained completely. Okay. 
So, Tanis, thanks very much for sharing with the system uh, this afternoon, and, and thanks very much for your time. I can see from all the actions you've got on the Clio system how much you've got to do. Any, any final thoughts before I, I finish off today? Uh, thank you, Ian, for, for the interest. It's been a pleasure to uh, tell you about how, we, how we're running our business. Clio is uh, a, a weapon or an asset for the future, so it's, it's already contributing a lot, but it, it will be contributing for, for many years to come, because it lives as our business lives. And uh, it, is a, it is a way for me to run this part of the business independently, uh, meaning I do not have to rely on other people to provide different reports for me to make decisions. And, and by being independent, uh, I can trust this system uh, because I know that, that it's uh, not being manipulated and it helps me to uncover the inefficiencies that we have in our processes independently and take quick action. So I, I, I really expect Clio to be the, the, the partner, the digital partner for me in, in taking our business uh, to the future as a, as a data-driven, uh, information-savvy uh, business. Could you live without it? I truly doubt that I could, because uh, this realization that that without a system like that we, we don't have a we don't have a profitable future. We we won't be able to differentiate from competition. This this is becoming clearer and clearer for me. Has 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 uh, I've re I think over the last two years working with Clear, I've completely realized that there's no other way forward than than uh, uh, with with a with a system like this or with with an ability to see through my business in in, in a way that Clear uh, provides. Thanks very much, Thomas. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.